0: WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. This now our Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bound Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set? Let's go. The Zone.
1: All right, good morning, welcome in. After a stormy night, man, that thing was serious coming through. I hope you still have power. I hope you're okay. And I hope you're hanging in there. It's raining now. Woke up, it was beautiful outside after the storm. And now we got a little rain here right at 463 um, above Beagle Bagel Cafe, but not sure how it looks there with you. But uh, that thing was serious. Good morning. Welcome in. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. And we're powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. An award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Dancingrabbitgolf.com. Book your stay and play now. Um, Hope you had a good weekend. I did. We went to dinner Friday night with uh, a couple friend, and that was a blast. Ended up closing down the restaurant. Didn't know we were going to do that, but uh, that was a ton of fun. And then, uh, yeah, hit the lake both Saturday and Sunday. Did a lot of floating and uh, and boating, so tons of fun. Um, but, man, these storms are violent. You got to be careful when you're out and about. And our, we lost power for about... I don't know, 20 minutes. Maybe it was longer than that. Um, 30 minutes, an hour? I'm not sure. Because I think I went back to sleep within, mm, I'm pretty sure I went back to sleep within 20 minutes or so. Uh, I was thinking, man, if I'm going to get any sleep, got to get back down and and get to sleep. And then, boom, the uh, the power comes back on. Those guys do a great job. I mean, good grief. Can you imagine being deployed is not the word, but having to head out every time there's a storm and uh, cut trees and everything else down, try to get people's power on. So uh,
2: did y'all lose power? Uh, We didn't actually, which was very nice. We haven't lost it this whole, you know, this three-week span. That's been crazy. Haven't lost it once. Thank goodness. Good. Yeah. That's great. We did lose all of our plants uh, a couple weeks ago, though. We have like a, a potted garden. Like 90% got snapped.
1: Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure, you know, how it would look on the way in. There's a couple of roads I have to take that, you know, could be blocked. Um, And I could tell somebody had cut a big tree last night, Um, which was unbelievable. I don't know if that was one of the, like, energy or one of the services or just somebody in that that lived in that area. So I was pretty impressed by that because that had to be about, Maybe two thirty, three in the morning, um, but yeah, it's raining outside, so I don't, I don't know what the uh, the rest of the day gives us. I know it later today gives us LSU and Florida game three. Uh, I think LSU thought they had this thing wrapped up after the first few innings yesterday, and uh, all of a sudden uh, things went haywire and sideways for them. <laughs> LSU Tigers and Florida put it on them and uh, put up some record numbers. Um, as, as far as, as runs and everything else. And so we'll get game three of the, uh, college world series between two big names, LSU and Florida, both have won, uh, uh, Florida, believe it or not only has one championship, um, but they've, they've won big and lived in the CWS lived in the super regionals. Golly, Kevin O'Sullivan. O'Sully has lived in the super regionals, and that's what you got to do. The whole game is driven by getting to the supers because once you get there, we know what um, we know what can happen if you win two games, and we have game three. What will Skeens do? What will Skeens do? And you know how will this thing look and shake out? Some people thought the momentum shifted to Florida after last night because they were able to just rest their guys and throw I don't want to say people who didn't matter, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Once you're up, <laughs> you're you're not you're not throwing anybody that could be in play for today. And, you know, kind of got away from LSU. They're still winning the Rocco's challenge, so they will go they'll go home champions. Well they go home double champions. National championship and Rocco's challenge. What's the latest? 47,000?
2: Yeah, forty six is what I saw. I know Rockers. Uh, Rocco's tweeted out said that they thought LSU was going to surpass fifty thousand yesterday. Um, probably after the third inning, everybody went home. If I had to guess, but uh, I, they're easily going to get over fifty thousand. Wow,
1: most definitely. So today they'll get after it, and then they'll they'll play later. Okay, game three, LSU Florida. Here we go. And um, we'll we'll take it from there. The Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor Caller line is 601-707-3750. Uh, Twitter handle, Twitter, Twitter, at Bowbounds, Bounds. And uh, the Ag Up equipment, text line, 601-885-3776. 885 Six. We had a little bit more recruiting news over the weekend. We'll see if that dies down because now the coaches are on vacation. Now, how much recruiting is still going on? Well, who knows in the SEC. But, but the coaches are on vacation for a while. And I don't think we'll surface until SEC media days, which doesn't have the same pop as it used to. You know, fifteen years ago, you didn't have all the the bells and whistles that we have today. And even twenty, thirty, you know, thirty years, forty years ago, the whole thing was was a big deal because you never heard from your guys really. And so you'd have an SEC media day, and you, would oh my gosh, I actually heard from my head coach. Well, now you get you get audio everywhere. You know, all all the on three, two, four, seven, Twitter this, that, uh, all these podcasts, these crazy sports talk radio shows that we do. And and so you hear from Arnett and Kiffin and um, Saban and so on. You know, it'll be Hugh Freeze's first SEC media days. It'll be his first SEC media days since 2017. So he did sec media days remember he, he did his his whole introduction you know hey this is who we are for like a record i don't know what was it 47 minutes or something so he wouldn't be asked anything <laughs> and then uh what was it a week later five days later the news dropped i think it was july 20th 2017 because uh, we did a show that night i don't you know i don't do a show at night and it dropped and somebody went to the station and I, 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 remoted in and we did a show on Hugh Freeze's resignation and, and the whole deal. So he hasn't, you know, 2017, 2023, Hugh Freeze will be on the podium, but, but he won't be in red and blue. He'll be in blue and orange. He, he you know, wore damn Eagle, um, And and Auburn forever and all that. And he's going to tell you how much he loves Auburn. Because, I mean, Ole Miss fans soaked this up like a biscuit and gravy. He told them Oxford was the second coming of Milan. And they believed it. And so, you know, now he's already been dropping this left and right, the Auburn community. How many times will he say the Auburn community? In, I believe in Auburn and love it, War Eagle. Well, I do too, but it's got to be WD. It's got to be War Dam Eagle. Hugh Freeze will be back on the podium in Nashville, Mid- Nashville, Tennessee in mid-July. show is brought to you by Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Hope you're doing well. Hope you got through the storm. Thanks for hanging out with us. We've got a good show today. Big Board coming up next on 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. We've got some good stuff to hit, including high school football on the big board. ESPN The Zone 105.9. Learn more at marines.com.
0: What's on the big board? What's on the big
1: board? Well, good morning. Are we that much closer to football? I think we got to get past 4th of July. What is 4th of July? Next Tuesday? I think. The red, white, and blue, baby. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of bounds. ESPN one hundred 105.9 The Zone. LSU, Florida going to game three. LSU, Florida going to game three. College World Series. Who are you rooting for? Agup.com text line. 601-885-3776. Um, I guess I'm going for the lesser of the two evils. I'll go for Florida. I mean, I said that last week. Right when it looked <laughs> like they were gonna get I guess swept or two in barbecue, they come back in uh hammer time, baby. On the <laughs> LSU Tigers. I thought I was gonna get that lunch
2: yesterday. But well, uh, you're
1: gonna you're gonna have to wait one more day? I think we'll find out. So um and and, and I think the big question is what will LSU do with schemes um, today? How will that look? Who are you rooting for? Are you watching it? Are you interested? Are you on to something else? Um, which probably is, I guess, grilling and beaching and pulling. I know a lot of people are out of town, uh, which is awesome. Good for you. Um, You know... Jay Johnson's coming to the league and uh, took advantage of NIL uh, landed a unicorn you're not going to have that in the uh, portal I I don't even think you're going to get a player like that maybe once every 10 years you know I mean look at college football in the portal people keep thinking that you know I'm going to get this this and this and then it doesn't happen, um, you know. We, you have to be smart and retain your players and go and get a little bit here and there. But is LSU going to be able to pull this off and reportal like it with star power every year? They may do it. Um, all right. So I got to talk a little, a little high school football here, and you know. I thought this was interesting when you so we're going to seven a this year in in high school football I want to know what you think about that and you can imagine the schools the big boys Clinton Madison Central Brandon Northwest Rankin man the coast is I, what is it two thirds of the population of the state of Mississippi is from where I'm sitting south you know it's not north Obviously, Desoto County's boomed, and and Starkville and Oxford continue to do well. I don't know if Tupelo has seen growth. They they went through a time, but I don't I don't know what that looks like now. Um, I see Germantown on here. Now they they went and got a football coach, so yeah, that's a that's a program that's woo underachieved. Um. And and so we're going to see what they they do in football. But look at this; it's just in the metro area. Seven A schools: Northwest Rankin, Clinton, Madison Central, Brandon, Germantown, Pearl. Does Pearl surprise you? Kind of. I, I mean, Honestly. that's that's pretty impressive that they. Have, They've been able to see enough growth in that area to continue to get, you know, moved up. I don't know if actually you do want to get moved. I mean, I guess you do. Or would you rather be in 6A? Obviously, Starkville and Oxford are in 7A. And then look at look at the coast in DeSoto County. The coast, Ocean Springs. I may miss one, by the way. Uh, Biloxi. Harrison Central, Deaverville, Saint Martin. Um, I think I did miss one. Ooh, Gulfport. Did I say Gulfport? Not yet. Okay, my bad. What's more impressive? Gulfport, Blexy. The
2: the coast having that many just in that general area, or Rankin County having three. That Pearl was a small six A a while ago, and then now. And it's, they were five A before that. Yeah. I mean that's kind of impressive for Rankin County.
1: It, it it is. I mean, look, Rankin County has boomed. There's a lot of talk that that we need another high school here. You know, I don't. I, that goes into politics and into you know lots of other things. But uh, and I don't even know. You know, somebody told me within the last few months that Madison Central and Germantown were busting at the seams. So I don't know how that looks. That's a good point, Jason. As far as Pearl. Brandon and Northwest Rankin. I mean Madison and Rankin County have boomed. DeSoto County has boomed in the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Of course you got Pedal and um Oak Grove in the Hattiesburg area. Was it Germantown that they uh they plucked the assistant from Oak Grove as their as their head coach in football? I'll be interested to see what they can do the next few years. Obviously MRA's one big Uh, Madison Central is one big at times. And mm, am I missing anything? Yeah, we'll see. Because if Germantown, then you'll have three major players in Madison County. Two public, one private. I mean, these are all a bunch of good schools. I mean, you got great options in this area, right? You got private and public school options. Uh, what are your? What is the one thing that jumps out at you as far as creating the the seven A in you know MHSAA, but especially high school football? Well, I guess basketball and and baseball uh, across all sports. Our Ag Up equipment text line is 601-885-3776. I got a question for you. Which college football head coach, past or present, has coached the best trio of players of all time? Which college football coach, past or present, has coached the best trio of players of all time? You know what could be crazy? Could it be Ed O'Gron? Ooh. Burrow? Jefferson? Chase?
2: Coach is a strong word when you are throwing. I know he was the head coach.
1: (laughs) I didn't say. I just said which college football head coach, past or present, has coached the best trio of players on the same team,
2: obviously, of all time. That's crazy enough to be true. I think. I think that might. You know that could be up there. Right when
1: we didn't think Cam Newton's kind of season, not statistically like through the air burrow, but dominance could be yeah so Cam you know physicality no, most physical dominating player at the quarterback position only got him for a year but Joe Burrow making a run at Cam in, you know a decade later is crazy nobody you know nobody saw that coming um it's not Alabama, even with with their group of players. Um,
2: Could it be Urban Meyer? Would you have to put him in that conversation, at least just to talk about it? Because he's got some pretty notable names. He does. There.
1: Florida and Ohio State. It's a good point. Yeah. Urban would be up there. And then some of those Miami teams, believe it or not, sparse star-star power. Right. Star, 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 star. Now, Tebow was a star in college. You know, had a just a uh, solid, a little bit less than solid career in the NFL. Obviously, Burrow and Cam Newton, legit players at that position at the professional level. Good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by your next easy-go golf car, Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. Be careful out there with the weather. Hope you uh, got through the storm okay. And uh, thanks for hanging out with uh, Steve Robertson at 8.30. Steve Robertson 8.30. We got a fun guest at 9.30, I'll tell you about, on the other side. Good morning. Welcome in. I'm your host, Boban. How about Major League Baseball? We don't. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually.
0: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car
1: before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, but I'm always in when we have our discussions on your TV watching or streaming habits and How much you attend games, what games you pick to go to, how much you know college football, NFL, eh, hoops and baseball you consume. And over the weekend, Joe Pompliano tweeted, uh, Major League Baseball says yesterday, which was Saturday. Okay, he tweeted this. Yesterday, so that would have been Saturday. MLB says yesterday was the league's most well-attended Saturday in eight years. Average crowd size was 38,000. And eight games had crowds of 40-plus thousand. The games are quicker. More hits, runs, and stolen bases. And fans are loving it. I'd like to see some of the streaming numbers, TV numbers, knowing all of that, but uh, that's good for MLB. Now I love, you know, y'all know I don't, I'm not watching MLB in June. However, um, I've gotten into the postseason between. I guess I started with the Red Sox and Schilling, and then definitely the Red Sox and Papelbon, and then when the Cubs won it, and then when the Braves won it. A couple of years ago, so throughout the 2000s, we've had some fun. There's some of them that don't interest me. Postseason ball is good. Now it's right in the heart of football season. That's just a tough thing. Um, but if you get it on like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, even Thursday night, just depending, Friday night, you can you can lock in and and go there. Uh, Jason, do you watch any MLB?
2: Basically, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much not at all. Um, Now, you're talking about the faster games. That has given MLB more publicity just because some people will get mad seeing, like, a strike three on a timeout, you know? Like, they're not in the box fast enough or pitchers not ready fast enough. So that's the only time that I've seen MLB get more publicity was basically because of that. Like, people get mad, like, that shouldn't be a strike three or that, you know— that shouldn't happen, is what people are saying. So that, okay. that kind of makes it more popular for the sport, also in the ways that you've mentioned, like you know ticket sales and people actually staying and watching games.
1: Yeah, quicker, more action, all that. Out of bounds, ESPN 105, down the zone. Your SEC insider hit this morning is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save. With your Farm Bureau Insurance agent, Favorates.com, F-A-V-E, Favorites.com, powered by Farm Bureau Insurance. Competitive, super competitive rates, an excellent customer service brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Uh, Twitter handle at BowBounds. Wanna thank you for going to Apple Podcast and Spotify. Searching out-of-bounds with Bo Bounds, going back and listening to the show. Also, would love for you to hit subscribe. Um, we're on YouTube right now, our YouTube channel, search Out-of-Bounds Sports, YouTube search Out-of-Bounds Sports. I had something else I saw over the weekend. Speaking of SEC football, we'll see if we get some nibbles on all the, the new 7A of MHSAA. Um, are you excited about that? Does it do anything for you? You know, you look at the metro area, DeSoto County and the coast, and it drives the the whole thing. Got a couple of teams in the Hattiesburg area, Starville and Oxford, and, um, and Tupelo and so on. But I saw this. Speaking of SEC football, and we've talked a lot about Vanderbilt and the fact that Ole Miss won't get Vanderbilt going forward every year. And, and what, you know, Ole Miss has been given the gift of all gifts in SEC West football scheduling since 1992. I mean, they played the worst team in the league every year for 30 years. And and not just the worst team, but the worst team by like a million miles. Right? I mean, they don't care about it. They don't commit to it. Um, There's high school stadiums in Texas that are much nicer than Vanderbilt's. Yeah. Right? (laughs) And... Other than James Franklin and going in there for a couple years and winning a few games, Vanderbilt's been the doormat of the SEC for 100 years. And Ole Miss has feasted on that. You know, big chunk of their wins in the Southeastern Conference are beating the Vanderbilt Commodores. But starting next year, you know, Ole Miss doesn't draw Vanderbilt. And then they'll play, well, it's going to depend on which way we go, but... You think you're going to have them every other? Year. Everybody's going to have them every other year. Okay, kind of see how that looks. I was, I saw this on Twitter. Each SEC team's last loss to Vanderbilt. Kind of crazy. Um, so Ole Miss last lost to Vanderbilt in 2018. Hmm. Mississippi State, who doesn't play Vanderbilt often, right? I mean they get them once or twice a decade maybe. Mississippi State last lost to Vanderbilt in 2004. That would be the Slotannic and Crew Sylvester Crooms first year as the coach at Mississippi State. They didn't believe in scoring. Vanderbilt took advantage. I think the game was 1 to 0. And um <laughs> now when was the last time Bama lost to Vandy? They don't play Vandy much either.
2: Ooh, you want me to guess? Yeah. Just a wild guess? I'm yeah. going to say... I'll be generous towards Vandy. Let's go 96. Let's go 1996.
1: 1984. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 1984. Was the last time Alabama lost to Vandy. And. Jason pull up that record Alabama Vandy in football. Now. Last year Florida and Kentucky lost to Vanderbilt. Okay. And then Vandy went winless in 2020 and 2021. Again. Again. Did Ole Miss draw the best schedule in the SEC West by a million miles? They went over 0 over. For 0 for. So Jason, last year, Florida and Kentucky lost to Bandy. Then you go two years, and then you got Missouri in 2019 that lost to him. Um. How about this Georgia lost to him in 2016? Now, that's hard (laughs) to do at Georgia. That was Kirby's first year. Can you believe Kirby Smart lost to Vanderbilt? What do you have as the overall record for Alabama and Vandy?
2: Now, that is, uh, it's not surprising at all. 63 wins for Bama, 18 losses, and four ties. And they haven't lost since 1984. Right. And then before that, it was 69.
1: (laughs) So. Wow, that was actually when Coach Paul Bear Bryant was there. See, 84, Coach Bryant had, Ray Perkins was there, right? Yeah. So Coach Bryant stepped down after the what? 82 season? Passed away shortly thereafter. Ray Perkins was named the head coach. Wasn't a fit. Can you believe he left the New York Giants? It's hard to it's hard to fathom today, right? Because the NFL—I mean, the NFL was a, it was big then. The and I know it was Bama and Coach Paul Bear Bryant. He probably made the call and da, da da da. Um, of course, Ray Perkins with Mississippi roots, and we've had him on the show before he passed away. I guess a couple of years ago. Um, but this may be hard for you to you know, wrap your brain around, Jason, Coach Paul Bear Bryant steps down and Ray Perkins takes his place from the New York Giants. And who did that open the door for? It didn't work out for Coach Perkins. It just, it, look, man, fa- 1958 to 1982, whatever it was, when, when Coach Paul Bear Bryant left Texas a and and goes, as he said, Mama called. You know, when mama calls, home, called, he had to go. And the rest is history for the University of Alabama and the Crimson Tide. But who, by Ray Perkins leaving the New York football giants, who did, what did that do, Jason? It opened it up for Bill Parcells. And then what he do? He won two Super Bowls with the New York football giants. And he had Lawrence Taylor and some other really, Really nice pieces. Ag up equipment text line, six oh one eight eight five three seven seven six. Then they then Alabama would go to Bill Curry. That didn't work out. He I think one year he went ten and one. Lost to Auburn. They threw a brick through his uh window in his house. Jeez. I know. <laughs> Jeez. I know. I want to say it was like eighty eight. It was and then eventually that would play out. Curry just couldn't it. Ha- I mean you gotta be able to handle the pressure, you know. Dennis Franchione, he took the job and actually won. And and the the program was under serious turmoil when he did it. And he couldn't handle it. He actually left Bama to take the A&M job in the 2000s. People forget that. Through all the Albert Means and DeBose and, you know, making a terrible hire with Mike Shula. Dennis Franchione actually won, and then got out of there because he, he he the rumors are he and his wife couldn't handle it because I mean they're you're scrutinized you're under a microscope when you go out to dinner when you go try to put gas in your car when you you know I've always I've always thrown this out can you imagine Nick Saban stopping at an Exxon or a Chevron on the way into work and pumping gas into his Mercedes? Now I know he has a driver. But I've read there have been a few times where he's, you know, driven himself. Got, I know he's got to sit in the back because he can't lose one second of of time to work, right? So he's got to be calling a recruit or drawing up a play or whatever, whatever you're doing. But there has to have been a time where he's driving around Tuscaloosa in the last, well, once he got up and running and won a title or two. Can you imagine if he walked in a service station to get a bottle of water? I don't think he's may probably hasn't done that in a while. Maybe, but I wouldn't think so. But I would think he's had to fill up his car. And then my question would be, when was the last time Nick Saban had to fill up his car? I mean, again, I know he's got to drive, but I think there's sometimes, you know, mornings, afternoons, some off season. Hey, I'm going to jump in the car and go somewhere without that driver just I mean that driver's got to sleep, I think, and at least take a week or so off. Maybe,
2: maybe, <laughs> maybe.
1: I, you know, I, look, right now coaches are off, so I don't know. I don't know what Saban's doing. I guess he's over at the the lake house in Georgia. You know, Kiffin's down in South Florida. Arnett's at the beach. Um, Breeze is somewhere, hopefully in the right place. Um, kidding. Jimbo Fisher's on his ranch. As he's told us about, uh, I guess, outside of, of college station. Good morning, welcome in. We were talking about uh SEC team's last loss to Vanderbilt. And Alabama is not, now the one team that hasn't lost to him, but I don't they haven't played him that much, and you can look this up, Jason. AM's never lost to him. But I don't know how many times you know, AM's only been in for what twelve years? And they may have only played Vandy once or twice. And now maybe they played non conference prior to
2: that? Two and oh? Yeah, two and oh. Two and oh. <laughs> a home blowout win in twenty thirteen okay. and a road shutout win in Nashville in twenty fifteen. Uh both those Kevin Sumlin. Okay. All right. But it's funny, you mentioned Ole Miss's last loss, 2018. I was at that game in Nashville, covering the game on the field. And you would have thought, it was like when Vanderbilt won, it just sounded like Ole Miss losing. It was just quiet. Nobody cared. It was at the last play, end of the game, as exciting as it could be. And Vanderbilt fans just like, a nice golf clap, and you head home. I mean, they couldn't care less, I don't think. It's It's quiet.
1: It, it, look, um, oh goodness, this guy didn't understand the question I asked earlier about the coach that's, that's coached the best three players on one team at one time. So what I, I asked earlier, uh, college football coach that's coached the best trio of players at the same time, like on the same team. Mm -hmm. Miami Hurricanes, would it be LSU with Burrow, Chase, and Jefferson? Um, You mentioned Urban. You know, I guess if you go college football, those Florida teams were decorated with, you know, Tebow, Pouncey Twins, um, Percy Harvin, Hernandez, although people don't like to throw out that name, um, and Ohio State. He, what would be the best trio that he had at Ohio State? Was it was Zeke and that group? I mean, it's not Cardell Jones. I know Cardell just, they plugged him in. They had other great players, um, especially, well, offense and defense, but um, definitely defensive side of the football. And, you know, Barry Switzer, good grief. That Oklahoma run from about 74, 75 to... 88, he had some absolute dudes, too. Um, but it may be Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson. As far as a coach that has coached the best trio of players, college football coach, past or present, obviously Ed Ron's not currently coaching. Will he coach again? We'll see. We'll see. But I was thinking about that this morning. Um, You know, somebody mentioned Auburn. I mean, that was a nice group of Cadillac Williams, Ronnie Brown, and Jason Campbell, but nothing compared to Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and and Justin Jefferson. Now, you could go with some Bama. I mean, Bama had had some runs of trios of players the last 13 years, 14 years, during Saban's run that was without question... um, Super impressive. Just wondering which trio really jumped out at you, and could trump Bur. You know, Cam didn't have any guys that went on to play in the NFL on the offensive side of the football for Auburn. None of his wide receivers called a pass in the NFL. That, that's remarkable. I mean, it was Cam. And just a bunch of nice players. And that's how good he was. I mean, he had nothing close to Devontae Smith and Waddle. Or way back when, when, you know, McElroy and McCarran could just hand it off to all the two headed monsters at the running back position that Alabama had, like Ingram and Richardson. And then you just go on and on and on as far as what Bama did during the all the way up to, you know, Derrick Henry and so on. Live in the Bank Plus studio, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Uh, Old Miss, again, they'll play Vanderbilt this year, and then they'll lose the Mighty Commodores as far as every year starting in 2024 because neither Mississippi State nor Ole Miss drew Vanderbilt in the new schedule with Texas and Oklahoma, when we added them in, Mississippi State drew at Texas. Ole Miss will host Oklahoma, and then they'll, you know, do a little switcheroo there.
2: Yeah. What do you got? Well, I was wondering your opinion on who is the best trio from a Mississippi school. Um, you know, Hugh Freeze
1: in fourteen and fifteen. Um, would you go, Chad Kelly, Laquan Treadwell, and Evan Ingram? Because the star, the talent, and star power with those guys, um, there just there were not many secondaries, Jason, that could that could slow them down. It's kind of hard to believe that they did lose in 2015 to Memphis yeah. and Florida and Arkansas. Uh, because they had big wins against Bama and Auburn and LSU and Mississippi State. And and eventually in 15 would go the Sugar Bowl. I mean, they played a, a very mediocre Oklahoma State team. But that's just how bowls go this day and age. It's not like when you pulled the sugar in 73 and you were going to get Bama and Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would go Chad Kelly, Laquan Treadwell... And Evan Ingram.
2: I think I might switch out Chad Kelly for uh, Laramie Tunzel. I think I might put because Laramie he was the was supposed to be the number one overall draft pick. We all know how that turned out. But and then you he was he was the best left tackle in the history of the state of Mississippi. Yeah. It, it,
1: Kyle, I mean, he's gone on to have a really good pro career. Just signed another monster contract. He's just getting paid, and getting paid, and getting paid at a position premium, premium like QB, like Dak, getting two hundred seventy million, whatever. Yeah. Um, edge rushers um, and and interior defensive linemen. It's why Chris Jones and Jeffrey Simmons are have, you know, they're going to be over hundred million, then over, have a chance to go over two hundred million, which is, as far as career, just on the field, earnings. Uh, yeah, I see where you're going. It's hard for me to boot the QB. Yeah. Uh and it's you know if Chad probably takes care of himself I think he makes it in the NFL and if you hang around long enough a lot of times the guy around you gets hurt and you play but you know what do you go from the Colts to the Broncos?
2: Yeah, I think Colts Broncos and then I think he had like one more like maybe training camp stop before he was out of the league. But okay. Now he's actually one of the top Canadian league quarterbacks. So he played that
1: one game, right? He got inserted into the last game for the Grey Cup and they won
2: it? Yes. And then now he's the starting
1: okay. QB. Okay. So last year he played like one game or one game and change and they won it. And now they're we, we need to check out what kind of what he's doing. Uh but you're right on Tunzel. Now for Mississippi State What what direction would you go? I'm thinking there. Dak, Chris Jones, who would be the third off that 14 team or 15? Who am I missing here? Because some people are saying Jeffrey Simmons, Montez Sweat, and Jonathan Abram. I think you gotta find a little more juice than that. Those three phenomenal players, obviously. Jeffrey could put himself in position to be in the Hall of Fame. So I get it. I mean, you don't just throw out. Laramie Tunsil trying to put himself in position to be, you know, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, and Fletcher Cox is borderline. I don't know if he's going to play quite long enough, but he is coming back for the Eagles. And then Chris Jones is over there with the Kansas City Chiefs with two Super Bowl rings. You know, if Jones has another what? Three years of high-level play? What does that look like as far as the Pro Football Hall of Fame for Chris Jones, right? Um, The Out of Bounds Show is powered by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Any age, any sport, any injury, they've got you covered. Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Good morning. Welcome in. The SEC Insider Hit brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Steve Robertson, 830.
0: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chompocasino.com.
1: 18 plus.